Good evening, everyone. So my friends, here's a warning. Uh, my priest friend, Father Phil, called and said, let me see your homily so that I may critique it. And this was at 1.45 p.m. today, and I gave it to him, and he texted me back, boring, <laughs> dry, I would never do that. No time to change it. <laughs> so my friends, here we go, the dry, boring homily. <laughs> I took it with great, I didn't get angry. I said, okay, all right. So my friends, in our first reading, our reading is talking about that time when the Lord would come, the very Jesus Christ. And they said, who would be able to stand? Who can be in the presence? And it was fearful. And then the day comes and it's a baby. <laughs> you guys don't get the, it's humorous, it's funny. The Malachi's would have been like, What? Got that wrong, didn't I? Um, there was a baby. And our second reading is telling us the reason why Jesus had to become flesh and blood. And my friends, our, our gospel reading today, we celebrate what is now known as the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord. It used to be called Candle Mass. And it occurred 40 days after Christmas. And uh, people would do what we call Lucenarium, which you would know as a service of light. Like the Easter Vigil, people would come in with candles. And I think I, I'm, see, I've been ordained 11 years now. Uh, I've never seen it done except for at cathedrals. Uh, it also used to be known as the Feast of the Encounter. Uh, having read the gospel to you, this feast is more than Jesus being brought into the temple to comply with the Jewish customs and laws of Moses. It is about Jesus coming into our world as God's fulfillment of his word, and that means, then, of hope and as of truth. And when Jesus is carried into the temple by Mary and Joseph, and the elder Simeon saw the baby, something within him lit up. We're told the Holy Spirit was upon him, and he was able to understand it and see. He embraces the child. He holds this child in his arms and says a prayer that has become the universal church's daily night prayer called the Canticle of Simeon. Lord, now let your servant go in peace, for your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people, Israel. And Simeon represents the Old Testament holy ones who were awaiting the Messiah, and they had been waiting a long time. Simeon's words echo that of Abraham and of Jacob, of Moses, of Isaiah, Ezekiel, and Malachi. In Jesus, the work of the old covenant is finished. All the revelations, the law, and the rituals that Israel kept pass into Jesus Christ as he fulfills and completes everything that they represented. Jesus will be the new Israel and the true glory of Israel. We Christians must be very careful not to discard or to belittle the Old Testament. Some Christians ignore the Old Testament completely. It has nothing to do with us. That is not true because they carry God's promise. They record for all, uh, all of humanity the events that point 
to our redemption in the Messiah, Jesus Christ. We should never um, understand the Old Testament as only being about the great national drama uh, of the Jewish people and of Israel, but also about the story of every soul that was ever seeking salvation. This feast of the presentation of the Lord is not only a moment of fulfillment, but also a moment of hope. Jesus is the glory of Israel and a light to the whole world. That's what it means to Gentiles. Light to the Gentiles is everybody who's not Jewish. He is light for every nation and for every culture. He is the way to the Father, the way to a filled life in God. Jesus embodies the hope of eternal life embedded in every human life in God's sight. Everything that was lost in the Garden of Eden. Jesus embodies the hope of eternal life. Jesus embodies the hope of forgiveness, of new life, and eternal life for all peoples. And thus, indeed, the light to the Gentiles as well as the light of every stage of our life. And finally, the presentation of the Lord shows Jesus as the embodiment of truth, God's truth. Jesus allows or shows us the truth of and about the Father. People were misunderstood. This is what we saw in the first reading. Oh, wait till that day comes, Malachi says. You wait. Who's going to be able to stand next to him? <laughs> and we have that God of surprises. And here comes God as a baby. Tickle, 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 tickle. <laughs> it's a tickle, tickle little baby. <laughs> All of Jesus' teachings as found in the Beatitudes, his parables, speak so clearly. And the conduct and the events of his life exemplify for all of us what we should be. Remember, he's the perfection of humanity. In his light, we see the truth about ourselves, sometimes truths that we would rather not see. By comparing ourselves not to others, but to him, we can see how far our love and our confidence and our compassion and our charity have yet to go. The Lord shows us what we can be with his grace, what we are supposed to be. Many people came to the temple that day of the presentation of the Lord that we read about in the gospel and noticed a baby. Simeon alone embraced the child and saw in him fulfillment and hope and truth and life and justice. Lots of folks come to church today, give a glance to Christ and then carry on with their lives unchanged. Perhaps if each of us embrace Christ more fully as he comes to us now in the word and in the sacrament. And with our eyes of faith, we will see him also as the fulfillment of all things. See him as hope. See him as truth. Then we will encounter Christ as did those two elders in the temple. Simeon and Anna. In the grace of encountering him their lives were utterly transformed. 
Anna and her transformation went and prophesied. She's a prophetess. She went and prophesied. She talked about Jesus to anyone who would listen, anyone that she would encounter, something that each of us are supposed to do in our unique ways. Simeon, in his transformation, saw in Jesus the fulfillment, the hope, and the truth of God so long waited for. And he received great consolation and peace, something that each of us are called to see, Jesus as everything, and then to actually experience consolation and peace. Or if each of us could do something, and this was important that a professor of mine pointed out to us, each of us could do something by Christ's grace and the power and the action of the Holy Spirit that Simeon and Anna could not do in their time, and that was to follow Christ with their very lives. They couldn't. It was just a baby. May our Lord's grace and the power of the Holy Spirit make your lives beautiful and holy and a pleasing offering to God, the Heavenly Father.